So I know a lot of us, we're going through a lot. So I thought it would be great to just jump in here and do kind of like a quick hit and give you the best times to make da. Because I mean, if we're going to make da anyway, why not make supplication at a time where it is optimum, where everything is going to be the best possible chance and the best possible way by following the Quran and Sunnah. So I have a couple quick tips for you today to get that going. Let's go. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I just want to say thank you for everyone who are such loyal listeners and for the new people. Welcome, welcome. So excited you're here with us. Any perfect time right before Ramadan is reeling in. You're going to hear me drop the, the Ramadan term here and there because honestly, from February, I'm usually getting ready. Um, you might have seen already in my YouTube that I'm starting to do some cleaning and organizing. I'm going to keep sharing it there. So if that's something you're into too, um, then definitely, definitely get into that. I'm going to be talking about all the different things that I'm organizing. And um, also here on the podcast, we're going to be giving you little tips along the way to get you ready. Because one of the biggest problems people have is they get ready last minute. And then it's that rush and then Ramadan happens and it feels just like, I don't want to say stuff at all like a car crash, but people just jump into it, jump out of it, and then feel disappointed. So we're all about preventing that here. And so just giving you kind of little breadcrumbs along the way as you, um, you know, you're, you're getting ready one day at a time. You're going to see me, like for example, in my YouTube video um I just do the drawers in my kitchen because I know I'm going to do a lot of cooking and I want everything organized. I do like one or two draws a day until Ramadan and it's all done. I don't wait for this big Ramadan clean before and overwhelm myself. So just a thought, just wanted to put that in there. Ramadan reminder, it's it's really close, guys. It's really close. It's probably like a month and a half. So Let's just do a little something. Um, right now, if you're in Thrive Muslima, we're doing a Quran challenge. So just getting our feet wet again. If we had moved away from the Quran, all of this stuff, super important. All right, let's jump into the podcast. If you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslima, and I'm a licensed uh, educator of 20 plus years, mom of five, big sister to the community, and everything we do here is all about helping women go from surviving to thriving as women of impact. And that's really important to me because there is an amazing woman inside of you we just have to pull her out, right? So let's optimize our du'a. That is is a hack that I think we could use. Let's optimize our du'a. And let's do that by talking about some of the best times for du'a. Um, I want to mention that I'm going to mention not, I mean, there are so many here. I think it was... Who is the amazing group that put this out? I think it was Islamic Page Reminders. They did like 20 or something. So you could probably go check them out. They did a great job. But they had reminded me of things that I do that I was like, oh, yeah, these are great reminders. And definitely the sisters need to hear them. And so inshallah, business, Allah, I'm going to give you maybe just five, ten of them today. Let's see how it goes. Um, right before... Um, we start too. I just want you to get excited for Ramadan because we're doing some new stuff. I just want to let you know one new thing that we're going to be doing this year. And then some other stuff behind the scenes I'm not going to tell you yet. But um, we're collaborating with a lot of other Muslim um like organizations and groups and so you're going to see some stuff coming up where we're collabing together so it's myself and other people so look forward to all that great stuff um, in terms of supporting you throughout Ramadan but before Ramadan um, also we're going to have a five-day challenge on Ramadan prep when that comes out I'll let you know and last announcement is this year I'm doing something a little different 
before I, and this is, I want Thrive Women to get excited. And if you're a woman who wants to also work on your goals and kind of crushing bad habits and building new ones, you might like this too. Um, Thrive uh, Muslim Sisters, a lot of you are in part of our private international membership. Um, I'm taking the entire Ramadan recharge party where I do like 20 plus lives. I have speakers, I have Quran teachers, I have everything just to support you live all Ramadan. I'm moving it into Thrive. Really excited about that. So more, like, you don't have to do anything. If you're a Thrive member, you're already in. Um, but alhamdulillah, just letting you know that is in there. And we're going to be having, like, a mini party inside of their all Ramadan. For myself, differently, though, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a select group of women that I mentor. So I'm going to have a private mentorship for, um, you know, helping you push you through your goals, follow-up, accountability, motivation, support with me personally for some women. So if that's also something you're interested in, we have a waiting list that's going to come out. So inshallah, business data, that'll be soon. All right, let's dive into the da's. The first time that it's an optimal time for a da'a is between aban and iqama. If you're not already doing that, if you didn't already know, that's just super basic by the Quran and Sunnah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said the supplication made between aban and iqama is not rejected. And that's from Tirmidhi and Abu Dawud and Sahih. Um, Okay, number two is my very special one because actually two and three, I actually, <laughs> I put them together as like my power punch for, for like being even closer. So imagine if you could take two of these tips, these hacks that I'm giving you and um, that uh, are from our sunnah and then you could combine them to have an even more powerful situation. So check this out. Number two is sujood. I love this. I've told you many times in the podcast, when you guys are going through tough times, make da'a in sujood, make supplication to Allah in sujood. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said the nearest a servant comes to his Lord is when he's prostrating. So make supplication in that state. And that is in Sahih Muslim. And the third one that I combine with that, so I do it in sujood, in number three, which is in the last third of the night, is why I told you I've, I've never experienced Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not answer my supplication. SubhanAllah. So if you could do these two, the second part is the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Our Lord, the Blessed Superior, comes every night down on the nearest heaven to us when the last third of the night remains, saying, Is there anyone who will invoke me so that I may respond to their invocation? Is there anyone to ask me so I may grant him his request? Is there anyone seeking my forgiveness so that I may forgive him? And that's in Bukhari. So you don't have to wait till Ramadan for these. These are da'as for any time of the year. And I'm not giving you the actual da'a. I'm giving you the time to say them. So whether your da'as are your own personal da'as or your supplications or they are using them in that, you know, that little mini book, Fortress of the Muslim? Great book. A lot of times in my courses in my school, I give that away free to the students. Just like, hey, you're going to need this throughout the course. Use this. And um, I remember it was a little book I purchased back and back back in the day. I'm talking like, whoop, 1999. I'm out. I'm dating myself. Yes, I am. It's okay. <laughs> but this was like back in Brooklyn. I bought it in like a little store on Atlantic Avenue. If you're from New York City, you know what I'm talking about. And um, yeah, like back then it was three bucks three bucks. So I'm, I don't know, maybe it's like five, seven bucks now. I don't know. But, um, you can also go on an app, any app and just get the da's. So I used to keep that in my purse, carry it around and every day just work on one or two or three. And I hope you have a da'a plan for Ramadan. That would be lovely. Even if you just walked away Ramadan with two extra da'a, three, if you want to be like super achiever, five or 10, but the, the key is consistency. It's not about quantity. It's about quality and keeping that all year round. And so if you're going to use them, use them in these amazing times. Let's just do a couple more. 
Okay, this one is for the women who are struggling and they feel like they're being oppressed at their career, right? Their job. This is serious. I use this for this one all the time. And the other one, and I've, and I've literally never not been successful. Literally. I've made the job of the oppressed and never once did a lot not come to my aid. I'm, I'm, I'm testifying for that right here. Um, but also you could be oppressed by your spouse. I know that's real or in-laws or something. So the da of the oppressed, the prophet peace people upon him said, beware of the supplication of the oppressed for there is no barrier between it. There's supplication, right? There's no barrier between it and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beware of their supplication. SubhanAllah. That's warning the oppressors to not oppress because when that person makes dua, woo, there's nothing to stop it between it, them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's amazing. And I personally have experienced that several times. If you've heard my podcast on all my career issues, I mean, I've just gone through so much with so many groups and so many people. Um, absolutely stand behind this as, I mean, not that I have to, that, not that you need my approval, but just really want to mention that I've personally, personally benefited from that. Alhamdulillah. And the other one I want to say is the du'a for one who is sick or dying. So obviously if you're ever sick, if you're ill, it's really good to make du'a for those that you love. And if somebody else you know they are passing, you might want to say to them, make a lot of du'a for them, first of all, obviously. But then if they are asking, because a lot of people do ask, they're religious and they know. They know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers the du'a of the dying and the sick. They might say, hey, do you have any? Just like when people go to hajj, right? They say, do you have any du'a for me to take to hajj? I've sent my du'a to people many times. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, when you visit one who is sick or dying, say good things for the angels say ameen to whatever you say. So when you go to say for them, you can ask them to pray for you, but you also are praying for them. And obviously you can say, La bastukhur, inshallah. Ya, may Allah may be a purification for you and a benefit for you. Ameen, Rabbil Alameen. Another one I wanted to mention was the da'a of a righteous person for his parents. If you're striving on the right path and you want to make da'a for your parents, I mean, that that is just something of our sunnah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, when the son of Adam dies and as all his good deeds come to an end, except three, ongoing charity, which is why I tell you guys to always share stuff. You could share anything that benefits you that will benefit another sister. If she keeps using that and sharing it with someone else, that's sadaqa jariyah for you. That's why I tell you. That's why I said the last podcast when I was talking about pain, I said, if you want to share this one, share it, right? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, so when the son of Adam dies, all his good deeds come to an end except three. Ongoing charity, a righteous son who will pray for his parents or beneficial knowledge. SubhanAllah. So these are really, really important. And um, I want you to also understand that the best time for da'a is always when you're sincere, right? Sincere is really, really important. And uh, when any calamity befalls you, um, the Prophet, peace be upon him, I'll end with this one, said there's no calamity that befalls one of the Muslims. That he responds saying, In Allahi wa ila rajiyun, Allahumma arjufala musibati wa ukhluf. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will compensate him with something better. And that's in Sahih Muslim. So I want you to, forgive me, my throat is killing me right now. I want you to know that making dua is good, but making it in the most beneficial time according to the Quran and Sunnah is better. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, make us of those who use our dua in the best of times. And as a bonus, as a bonus, I just want to tell you, the dua of the fasting person, and the da'a of the fasting person is so accepted, especially against the unjust rulers. So in Ramadan, this Ramadan, when you are fasting, please, as a bonus tip, make du'a for all your brothers and sisters all around the world. They are suffering in unjust situations from unjust ruler. There are three whose supplication is not rejected. The fasting person, 
<laughs> when his when he breaks his fast, the just ruler and the supplication of the oppressed person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises it up above the clouds and opens the gates of heavens to it. And the Lord says, by my might, I shall surely aid you. And if it shall be after, even if it shall be after a while. In a Sahih. So make a lot of dua for yourself. Make them in the best times. Let's get into that habit. But also when you're fasting, make dua for your brothers and sisters all over the world. And obviously give as much in charity as you can. Because it is something where I think we don't realize the benefits of these things. And, and when we actually do them and we see the results, subhanAllah, it just encourages us to do it again and again. you got to take that leap the first time. Trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't think your du'as are not being answered. They are. He loves you. He just knows better than we do when they have to be answered and in what manner. So thank you so much. I will catch you in the next podcast on Friday. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.